At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. What do you know? Hit that switch. Lights come on. Ken Wallace, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Technical difficulties <laughs> or something like that kept us uh, sort of sidelined parts of the last couple of weeks. But we're back to close out the season this week and next. Um, it's Homestead Week, Mr. Kelly. We're going to talk about that. We're going to pick a winner. We're going to... Uh, we're going to talk a little drinking and driving. We're going to talk a little. We're going to play the birthday game. We're going to dip down into the minor leagues, too, and tell you who else is racing for a championship this weekend for the last time at Homestead. We think. We may not be. All depends on those future schedules and whims. We're going to do all that. We're going to okay. talk about all that and maybe more right after this. Holy cow. And we're back. What do you know? What do you know? First segment of Daytona Motor Mouse. Goblin, here's what we know. We got your, uh, let me look here. We got our, we got our, uh, got our Denny Hamlin. We have our uh, Kevin Harvick, our Martin Truex Jr., and our Kyle Busch. All going to Homestead with a chance to be the 2019 champion. Uh, let's just cut to the chase right now. Who you got? Well, not Chase. Yeah, all right. The other Chase. Yeah. Um, I like Hamlin. Yeah. Now, uh, let me point out, in NASCAR this week, Mm -hmm. last, not this week, but last, back Daytona 500. Yeah. Destiny. Yeah, it just feels like it's his turn. You know, I I can't explain it anymore. I pick him also, but I'm picking with my heart because uh, about a month ago, we were... You have a heart? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> I, got, I do, unfortunately. Sometimes I wish I didn't. Uh, about a month or so ago, we were out of town. We were somewhere where they have uh, what, what you call your sports gaming. Right. Legal sports betting and went into one of the betting houses. And uh, there we were right there in the heartland of America. Not even Sin City. Heartland of America. You can go in and gamble away the rent check. And I put $100 on uh, Denny Hamlin to win the championship. Wow. And I put... <laughs> That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Well, I also put 50 on a whim because the odds were so good. I put 50 on Clint Boyer. Uh, How'd that work out? Didn't work out too nah. good. But, but anyway, the, that was what, worth a $50 gamble. Wait a minute. The 100 bucks. what do you get if you win? I left the ticket up with one of the children. It's all about the kids, you know. So <laughs> the I left kids. the, ch- I left the ticket up the there kids. because he will be able to cash it for me. I can't cash it from down here. Right. And I can't remember exactly what my odds are. I th- were I think they were somewhere in the neighborhood of five to one. Wow! Or or three and a half, four and a half, five to one, somewhere in there. So we're looking at somewhere between three fifty and five hundred dollars. Wow! So you actually got a a, a a pony in the race. I do. I yeah. have a dog in the fight. Yeah. Or the hunt. Yeah. I got a dog. I got you two got, dogs. I got a dog, but one's you never in the put hunt it on Facebook, and I do not. Um, so yeah, so I think it's good because it gives me severe rooting interest, severe, serious rooting interest. 
But at the same time, I'm afraid I've probably screwed it up for Mr. Hamlin because we know how my now, my gambling you know history. That that was like a month ago, though. Yeah. So that's any negative mojo. Might have, and here's the other thing: it changes from week to week. Look at how this season has gone. I don't think anything. I don't think Homestead's ever been as much up in the air since they've gone to this format of having a Final Four. Because at different points during the season, this season belonged to each of the four guys who are appropriately at Homestead. Uh, because this season, at different times throughout the year, the season belonged to Kyle Bush. It belonged briefly, here a couple of times briefly to Kevin Harvick. He never really had a foothold on it or a stranglehold on it like like Hamlin did and like Truex did and like Bush did. Right. Uh, but Harvick's has been there all year. You know, he's been right there sniffing it all year. So these are the four guys. And, and frankly, if you got to take one of the four guys and say, well, he might not belong here, it's Kyle based on what he's done in the last few months. I mean, well, he, he hasn't won since June. Yeah. Second. Yeah. I mean, he's just been uh, in stroke mode. Uh, Hello. Appar- apparently, uh, based on uh, the history of this playoff Mm -hmm. since 2014 the race winner has been the champion yep and the fact of the matter is you don't have to win the race you just have to beat the three other guys and i keep trying to beat that into people right and i brought it up during the conference call the other day yeah and i'm like uh i asked steve letard i said you know based on the fact you don't have to win the race to win the championship do you as a crew chief, do you like go in and say let's race like heck, or do we just lay back and kind of see what develops, you know, ahead of you? Yeah. So, and he said, no, you got to go. When they drop the green flag, you got to go like hell. Well, of course, that's what he's going to say. Yeah. But at the same time, if your other three guys are running between eighth and sixteenth, and you're running third, it might play a factor in how you play it out down the stretch. You know what I'm saying? I heard that. Might not necessarily take a risk to win the race if you're going to win the championship. I got you. Don't lose – don't win the battle but lose the war. Right? Is that right? <laughs> I got some stats in my hand, courtesy of the NASCAR stat people. I got to look at their formula one day and just see what kind of algorithms are putting into this to spit out these stats. But of the four guys that are going to home set with a chance to win the championship – they are right next to each other into the top 10 driver ratings at Homestead since they went to a playoff system. Right. So we're talking 12, 14 years, whatever it is. Uh, of, of Who has the best driver rating of those four guys? Which one has the best driver rating at Homestead? Statistically speaking. I would say... And there's Har- a lot goes into their stats. I would say Harvick. No. None of them. <laughs> I love that. Kyle Larson actually has the best, according to those those funky numbers that they punch into their... Uh, uh, I, think he, I think he got the nod because he had the higher Dunkel Index rating, I think. Oh, okay. was, yeah. So uh, Kyle Larson has a slightly better stat record at Homestead than Harvick. Harvick is second, then comes Truex, then Kyle Busch, then Denny Hamlin. For what it's worth. So, I mean, you know what that means? Nothing. Right. Nothing. So, So, on that note... uh, Kyle Larson could win the race, but not be champion. So, on that note, say goodbye to our Facebook I think he'd rather be the other way around. Oh, oh, they're still here. DaytonaMotorMouse.com. There's more juicy stuff coming up. You're going to need to listen to it. 
get rid of get off of us and go look up old girlfriends. Not the people do that. <laughs> okay. All right. So keep going. I am going to keep going. Uh, so you like Hamlin. I like Hamlin. That means it'll probably be Truex. I really think I got a hunt. I just, oof. When I started reading about how Truex's people, they uh, the team left a few key guys back in Charlotte. Instead of going to Phoenix, they stayed in Charlotte to work on the Homestead car. That got me thinking. And now, chances are, they're not the only ones who did that. But I don't know. I just think it's going to be Truex. But I hope it's Hamlin, but I think it's going to be Truex. How about that? You you know what? You can check every nut and bolt on your car. Yep. And, you know, the axle may fall out. You know what I mean? Sure. So you just don't know. Yep. You You don't know. But one thing I've... Really don't know. One thing that... that's kind of surprised me is the fact of the positive talk about homestead and how it's a very drivable track it's got three lanes of racing they don't have to put any of that pb and j down there in the corners right right so um you know it makes you wonder like uh should homestead be like have two races or well, yeah, you bring up an interesting point because one of the things I wrote down here is that next year the final race is at Phoenix, and nobody was thrilled with the action or lack oh, of action no. at Phoenix. No. But all you got to do is once you start tweaking the chassis packages, the engine packages, the this, that, and the other pack, you could you could the tire formula, you can change the way a race looks at the drop of a hat. You know, just depends on how you, what you do with those packages, and, man, and what kind of hat you're wearing. Yep. So Phoenix, as it stands now. But it's not about it's about more than just how good the action is on the track. It's about more than that. It's about the surroundings, uh, the crowd, uh, how the you know the the days leading up to the race. It's about the whole package. And Phoenix is a big event city. Some would say Miami is, but Phoenix Phoenix knows what it's doing. So I think it's a good move. All they got to do is figure out you know, especially starting in twenty twenty one. They got to figure out a way to uh, try to make the races look like they look on the commercials week after week after week. God, wouldn't that be great? Good, good luck with that. Side by side, an occasional horrifying yeah. crash. Sure. Yeah. Hey, guess what? What? We'll be right back. And we're back with you. Get that big time auto racing. Ken Willis, Godwin Kelly. Uh, we've got. Um, you know what you'll get sometimes is just a slump. Just a horrible slump at the wrong time. Well. Now, we're going to talk about that after the show, okay? Yeah. You know, okay. I, I know you've got a problem. Well, I know. And so we're, I think we should save that. Trust me, it's never it. happened before. <laughs> it's never happened before. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Chase Elliott, who I trust is only slumping on the track. Yeah. Uh, back in June and July, young uh, Billy Clyde Elliott, had a consecutive one, two, three, four, five, over a seven-race span in June and July. He survived this one, by the way. Right. He had finishes of 20th, 37th, 11th, 35th, 15th, 29th, 38th. That's a seven-race stretch back in the dead of summer. Right. That is, oof, that's rough. Uh, One of those was a plate race. At least one of those was a plate race, so you just got to write that off. All right. Now we come to October and November when you don't need to be doing that. He has a stretch of races. Playoff races, mind you, during the second and third round of the playoffs. 38th, 8th, and 2nd. Second. second place got him into the next round of the playoffs. Right. 
where he went 36th, 32nd, and just this past week, 39th. Is there a chance in hell he finishes on the lead lap at Homestead? <laughs> if ever a team was was primed and ready and targeted to just mail this one in, go down there, blow an engine quick, and let's get the hell out of town and point toward next year, it's this team. Yeah. Or, or they could try to finish on a high note and really get geared up. But my thinking is, boy, once it starts going south, it's hard to get everybody – it's hard to get everybody, uh, you know. Know what I mean? Jacked up, amped up. Know what I mean? Yeah. Know what I mean? You know what I mean? Well, you know, uh, you know what Daryl did in the first All Star race. Do not know, or I forgot. Well, he won the race, and then he blew up the motor by putting the clutch in. Allegedly, I have to uh, put because uh. he he denies it. But so he takes the checkered flag, he puts the clutch in, stomps on the accelerator, and that just blows yeah. the engine out. It'll do that. And so um, I'm thinking if um, if Chase is having like a really miserable day, yeah. like that by the halfway point, let's say they're two laps down or something, yeah. just end it. Just, I, <laughs> just, <laughs> you have the power. To, you have the power. Pull the to pin. End it. Pull the pin. Yeah. Hop in. Just grenade. Uh, it and go. The uh, one thing about it, a lot of times these guys like to go down a couple of days early and go down to Key West or go into some of the upper keys and go bone well, fishing or okay. whatever. So. Uh, not to interrupt, but on the conference call with yeah. Dale Jr., yeah, uh, he said, "I like it down here in Florida." So he's already he's here. already there. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm Chase Elliott, what I do not do, and what I do not allow anyone with me to do, is send out any social media posts of me having a grand old time on the boat in the Keys. If indeed that's what he's doing, which is exactly what I'd be doing if I was him at this point, because he doesn't have any media obligations really or anything. He doesn't have anything to worry about. I mean, it's not like he's got a. I mean, he can show up on race day with his flip flops on. At this point, it doesn't matter a damn, does it? You know, <laughs> sunburn flip flops. Woo! A little margarita salt on his mustache. Well, well, he's racing for what fifth place now? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, well, uh, well, how's that going? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Get a trophy for that, don't you? Uh, yeah, a little bitty participation trophy. Yeah, yeah. but so, but uh, I do think, and eh, maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm either old fashioned or too sensitive. But I'd like to think that a guy who, whose team, whose car, and who's uh, who represents a organization who fouled the sheets so badly in the last few weeks, I would like to think that eh, maybe we shouldn't be posting a bunch of pictures of us uh paddle boarding through uh, up to <laughs> paddle boarding up to uh the, the the famous bar there in key largo to, on the back deck and whose name i'm caribbean the club. caribbean club yeah well, yeah might not or the uh you know or the the big resort there in isla Mirada. she probably shouldn't be seen paddle boarding up to the to the dock for a for a frosty yeah yeah, yeah. maybe not but maybe that's just me i don't know yeah i'd be i now that you mention it the Caribbean Club is where you. I'd expect to see Chase, and uh, I'd expect to see Blaney. Yep. Man, that sounds like their kind of place. Well, maybe not because they're kind of the cool kids, and that was our place. So I'm guessing if it was our place, it's probably not the place for the yeah, cool but, kids. Uh, but we were younger then. We so were younger. I remember that. Yeah. I always forget that. Yeah, we were very much younger. We were so much older than we're younger than that now or something. Yeah, because they like started down there like 20 years ago or yeah. something. So, yeah, we oh, were God. still. I was barely, I barely old enough to drink. Then. Yeah, yeah, you were just coming out of diapers. Speaking of drinking, have you ever heard of Dixie Vodka? 
That's the very first time I've ever heard that. Me name. too. And I wonder if it's a regional thing or if it's uh, sort of like Tito's vodka was. You know, it comes out of Austin and it was kind of had a niche following, a little cult following, and then it went nationwide. I wonder if Dixie vodka is uh, next in line for something like that. Now, everybody and their brother brews vodka these days, assuming it's brewing that you do to vodka. Um, so everybody everybody has vodka just like everybody has a wine label. And I, I believe uh, Greg Tax started a vodka company. Might have. I know yeah. Fuzzy Zellers did. Yeah. <laughs> Zellers. Zeller. Uh, Fuzzy Zeller had a vodka. Several people have vodkas. All yeah. God's children have a vodka. Well, you know what this is a sign of, though, don't you? Vodka? Yeah, this deal. Uh, well, it's it's very symbolic. Well, let me explain first. NASCAR and, uh, and its old Speedway Corporation, uh, Dixie Vodka would now be the official vodka of NASCAR, which is wonderful. And they're also going to be the title sponsor starting next year of the race weekend at Homestead, which has been a Ford um, flagged event for, God, a decade or more. Yeah. So, so Dix, it'll be the Dixie Vodka 400 next year. But you, you're missing the point. Right. It's got Dixie in the name, so you're no, going to say no, something no, about no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with the And the fact that itself. they never used to allow hard liquor sponsorships. That, okay, that doesn't matter. Damn it, there can't be anything else. Yeah, there, All right, this, what is it? This is the very first announcement of NASCAR's new uh, platform. Oh, that's right. Yeah, where they have... God, select, you're smart. They have select sponsors yeah. in different levels, yeah. and so they become the official vodka of yeah. NASCAR, and then... One of the Are they little, a platinum sponsor of, or a supporting sponsor? One of the little roots that comes down is their... They're going to be a race entitlement mm-hmm. sponsor, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you could see them if this thing goes all the way through. Yeah. You could see it on a on a car somewhere yeah. as an associate sponsor. So, God, you're smart. Yeah. So that's when I actually when I saw this, yeah. that was the very first thing that hit my head. This is the very first premium sponsor mm-hmm. for NASCAR's new platform because we're losing Monster Energy next year. Mm-hmm. Ken Wells, yeah, they're gone. They're not gone from Kurt Busch, though, are they? No, they'll they'll be with Kurt Busch. But now mix Dixie Vodka with with a Monster Energy. What do oh, you get? Oh my goodness! Uh, You're probably puking in a cab. By there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, see, this is what separates you from from me. You're you're so much smarter than I am at these things, and I you know I call myself paying attention. But all right, I'm gonna go think about it. We'll be right back. And we're back, closing out at Daytona Motor Mouse with Green White Checkers. That's Godwin Kelly. I'm Ken Wallace. Yeah, we are in the 6th Street Studio. We are. And you know there's two other championships being decided down there this weekend at Old Homestead, Miami, Miami Speedway. The old Bush Series and the pick em up trucks. Right. And in the old Bush Series, which some people insist on calling Xfinity Series, we got your Christopher Bell, Cole, or as I call him, Christian Bell, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, and Justin Allgaier. They are the kings of the B-movies this year. And uh, one of those four will will win a championship. And used to, such a thing used to just automatically transfer your you into a, yeah, at least a middle-of-the-road cup ride. And I think Christopher Bell's doing just that, isn't he, next year? Right? Christopher Bell yep. is going to be with the 95 car. Yep, Levine, family racing. Yes. Irving R. Levine, NBC <laughs> News, Washington. <laughs> Remember that? 
I'm John Chancellor. Let's go to Irving R. Levine in Washington. Hello, John. <laughs> I'm Irving R. Levine. Uh, now, now we're definitely showing our age. Yeah. Pick em up trucks. The four are Brett Moffat, Stuart Friesen, or is it Friesen? Matt Crafton. I like to call him Matt Craftsman because right. it's a truck. Yep. And my man, the world's fastest watermelon farmer, Ross the Bosch Chastain. Out of nearby Alva, Florida, I believe, down there. And so he's down there in southwest Florida. Homestead's right uh, southeast to almost right on the. Well, you take Alligator the, Alley. Yep, take Alligator there. Alley. You'll run right past Ross the Boss's watermelon farm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ross the Boss likes to break a watermelon in victory lane if he wins a race. Wonder what he will do if he wins a championship. I'm pulling for him just to see. Yeah, what do you well, think that about that? Might be multiple Walter Maryland. Well, I mean that would be the that would be the obvious thought, but we'll we'll have to see, won't we? We will have to see. We will have to see. Um, so anyway, that's the last uh, last we got for the show, other than the birthday game. Well, and we a dad joke. Yeah, we dad joke. So we we're having an abbreviated birthday game today. Today's uh, this week's birthday boy has a birthday next Monday. Next Monday. Next Monday. <coughs> He uh, he'll be 39. He currently races in the Cup Series. 39, and he races in the Cup Series. He has two middle names. Mm, I mean, it's a first and last name. No, he has a first name and a last name, and instead of one name in between those two, you know, like Kenneth Allen Willis, he has like two names in between there, like Kenneth Allen Joseph Willis, George uh, Herbert Walker Bush. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. He was born in Florida. Born in Florida. He's yeah. a he is a cup racer. Yeah, sure is. And his birthday's Monday. <laughs> yeah. Don't have a lot of them cup racers born in Florida, do we? And his well, name is not Eric Almarola. It's not? Nope. Well that, that and was And it's my, not yeah. That was my first guess. Well, was. you'd be wrong. Mm. Yeah. And uh let me see, let me see. He um He's he's won a, he's he's probably going into the NASCAR Hall of Fame someday, most likely, almost sure, surely going in to the NASCAR Hall of Fame someday in the next ten years, fifteen years, whenever he decides to quit racing. And uh, he has a chance to win a he has a chance to win a championship this Sunday. What? And you still can't get it, can you? That's okay. got to hurt a little bit. Oh, that this stings because let's see, it's not Bush, it's not Harvick. Las Vegas and Bakersfield. Where was that Martin Truex born, I wonder? Martin Truex was from New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin, Virginia. Yeah, born in Tampa. No. Yeah. So Bobby Allison, Allison boys were born in Miami. But you think Hueytown, Alabama. Alabama. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what, they're, yeah. what they're associated with. Yeah. yeah. Denny Hamlin turns 39 Monday. He might... Have a big, uh, you know, a big uh, what you call an ornament to put on his birthday cake. I'm so, pulling for him, and not just, because, <laughs> <laughs> and not just because it means a little bit of money. Yeah, quit this. I'll quit this podcast so fast if I become a hundred air. <laughs> Give me five hundred bucks, boy. I'm out this door. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep. Well, actually, that would be kind of fun. I wish I thought of that when yeah. back when I was in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to think. See, I think. Sometimes you and you don't, ahead. yeah. But you think of in the I, here and now. now You're pretty I, good at here and now. Now, 
to my credit, yeah. the Vegas trip, I, I started playing that a year and a half before we went to Vegas. Yeah. So. Well, God forbid you. And that was our 30th, shift years. 30th anniversary. Holy mackerel. Again, I'm showing my age. Oof. All right. Give us a joke and we'll get out of here. Dad jokes by Jack Duncan. Page. Looks you like I'm going to guess that's page 49. Okay. So uh, this is page 69. Howdy do. This is dad jokes. Okay. And this is joke 120. Right. And it's appropriate. What page again? One, one sixty-nine. Okay. Six nine. All right. Okay. So it's the joke is, did you hear about the earthquake in Washington? Well, you know, being the being a jerk, I want to say, is that D.C. or Washington State? I'm going to guess D.C. Right. Did you hear about the earthquake in Washington D.C.? Quack shake. Uh, no, did not. It was the government's fault. <laughs> fault. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Uh, wow. Oh, oh man. man. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, we'll do this again. We'll wrap up the entire season in one fell swoop next week on the uh, Daytona Motor Mouse. Until then, thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.